Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how you doing? I'm doing well, and yourself? Oh, you know what, Cotton? When you get my age, every day's a gift. And that's why they call it the present. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. That's one, one little notch. <laughs> yeah, a little, need a little rim shot on that one. All righty. Well, Cotton, as you know, we are a week behind on our uh, podcast because of the fact that I had a remodel done at my house. Ooh. Yeah, I started with the kitchen. And, and you know, even though I'm approaching 70, I could have done this myself, but the wife said, no, you don't. All the oh, kids said, no, no, no. You're going to. I found this one company. It's called mm-hmm. EM Pro Construction out here in Vallejo. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man. They got this kitchen done in a week and a half. No way. Oh, the price was great. The workers, they came in. They were like worker bees, man. They all came in. Boom, the thing was done. Cabinets, everything. It had taken me me a month and a half. (laughs) Wow. And the price was real reasonable. I mean, they turned it around quick. Really? Like what what, kind of dollars? Well, it was nothing major. In other words, we took down all the old cabinets. Right, mm-hmm. we had soffits. Took out the soffits uh, and just mm-hmm. drywalled it. They hung all the cabinets. Took care of all the um, hardware. You know, I mean, all the little yeah. handles and stuff like that. The Painted, yeah. textured, put in a couple of light huh? fixtures. I mean, they were fantastic. Wow. I mean, yeah. Wow, I couldn't believe it. You know, it was up here, and wow. and they're reasonable. Did you get new cabinets? Or you just oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I got oh, new cabinets. New cabinets too. Yeah. Tore down the old ones. The old ones I bought. When I was with Grossman's and we were closing out one of the stores, and I put them in myself. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, That's but these guys, ago. man, these guys came in and boom, it was done. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, they were real good. Very, very cool. good. Well, now let's get back to the podcast. And as you know, yeah. like I said, as we were we were out for a week, so we did not do a podcast before St. Patrick's Day. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you being uh, Irish, I guess. Yes. Only on the 17th of March, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, we want to go over a little bit about what St. Patrick's Day is all about. Okay. St. Patrick's Day. It goes all the way back mm-hmm. to the 5th century. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. As a matter of fact, an interesting note, in Ireland, on March 17th, they allow you to break Lent. And have Irish bacon and cabbage. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just on the 17th. Oh, okay. Of course, you can drink as well on the 17th. Oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, St. Patrick, who, who lived in the 5th century, is a, the patron saint of Ireland. He would said that he was born in uh, Roman Britain and was kidnapped and brought to Ireland as a slave. Escaped, but he returned and he brought Christianity to the people in Ireland. Really? Yes, sir. Never heard that. The centuries followed his death, which is believed to be on March 17, 461. The legend of St. Patrick is that he explained the Holy Trinity 
the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit using the three leaves of the native Irish clover, the shamrock. Oh, wow. And, and you know, to become sainted, you have to do a miracle. Mm -hmm. His miracle is he banished all the rats from Ireland. <laughs> I, I never heard that before. Yeah, yeah well, wow. there's no indication that we're ever a infestation of rats at any time in Ireland. <laughs> oh, <maybe they> <laughs> and that's because St. Patrick <laughs> banished them, I guess, you know? Yeah, I agree. That's all right with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and there's more than 100 St. Patrick's Day parades held across the United States. Huh. You know, and it is also believed that the records show the first St. Patrick's Day parade was held in March 17, 1601 in the Spanish colony, which is now St. Augustine in Florida. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's that kind of got to me you know because normally yeah. you think of new york city and boston mm -hmm. and then the other one is chicago you know how they dye their uh, river green yep that one's an interesting one <laughs> because they say that savannah georgia was the first one to do that huh. yep that's what they say <laughs> wow that's, that's wild dying the river green in chicago started in 1962 with the city's pollution control workers. They used to use dye to trace illegal sewage discharges. No way! Yeah, so they realized that, hey, if we put enough dye in the water, it's going to turn it green. That year, they released 100 pounds of green vegetable dye into the river. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now, they only release 40 pounds of dye. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> Like, oops. <laughs> hey, now, cotton. I saw an interesting article in the Wall Street Journal. It said, this is the first time in history that five generations are in the workforce. What do you mean by that? In other words, first time in history that five different generations are in the workforce. It has never happened in four. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you have the traditionalist or the silent generation, which is born from 1925 to 1945. You got mm. the baby boomers who were born from 1946 to 1964. Generation X, 19, 1965 to 1980. Millennials, uh, 1981 to 2000. And Gen Z born 2001 to 2020. Wow. No, no, that's, that's, that's a trip. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. I think most traditionalists or the silent generation work for the government. Yeah. <laughs> Get this. We have from the traditional or the silent generation, almost 10% of the Senate is from that generation. Really? Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like they're 78 years or older. Yeah. Probably a little over 5% is in the House of Representatives. Wow. And you know what that means, Cotton? What's that? Politics is the only job that you can have that you don't have to get any better the longer you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, you can get worse and you'll still vote your aunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and get this. You always think about the Democrats being the party of the young. Remember when we were growing up in the 60s? Oh, yeah. That's not the case. Yeah. When it comes to the House of Representatives, the average age of a Republican is 56. The average age for a Democrat is 58. <laughs> really? Yeah. In the Senate, the
the average age of a Republican is 62. The average age of a Democrat is 65. Huh. Yeah, so, so much for being younger, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there was this other article. This, is, this one will crack me up. In New Mexico, Game and Fish seeks professional bear huggers. And I, and I looked this up, it was in the UPI. The New Mexico Department of Game and Fish is seeking to hire professional bear huggers. Okay, here's how it reads. Must have the ability to hike in strenuous conditions, have the courage to crawl into a bear den, and have the trust of your coworkers to keep you safe during the process. <laughs> you know what they say about bears, right? What's that? You never have to outrun the bear. You just outrun the person you're with. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and then, of course, it says, uh, and the department wrote on Facebook's postings announcing that the application deadline for the next class on conservative officers. The post includes photo, uh, photos of officers holding bear cubs as part of the research uh, project in northern New Mexico, offering applications to, uh, applicants to have the experience of a lifetime while pointing out not all law enforcement field work is this glamorous. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I am going to go into a, a bear den. Yeah, you know what they say, man, do not upset mama bear. <laughs> oh, by the way, did I mention last month that Oregon did 11% of all our downloads? The state of Oregon? No. Man, that was amazing. You keep going. Uh, or what, is, what would they be called? Oregonians, I guess. Oregonians. Huh? Yeah. How fantastic. Oh, and we had the first download from your fatherland, man. Really? Yeah, from Germany. Huh. Bremen. It's a small city state. Yeah. Oh, you know it. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I've heard it before. Uh-huh. And not only that, we had our first download in Puerto Rico. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's get into our podcast, shall we? I guess we shall. Okay. okay. Major okay. events yes, in sir. history in 1973. This one was big. The U.S. ends its involvement in Vietnam after the signing of the Paris Peace Accords. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were, never, you were never in peril. <laughs> you were too young. No. no, but my brother was there. Mm -hmm. He's still... Uh... Still a little uh, wacko. Yeah, he's still uh, affected by it, I'm sure. Yeah. OPEC oil increased mm -hmm. by 200%. Wow. <laughs> you remember the gas lines in 1973 and odds and evens? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. Secretariat becomes the first horse in citation in 1948 to win the Triple Crown. Happened mm -hmm. in 1973. Oh. Yeah. Oh. If you're a big race fan, that'll be good. I was not. Already, Alaska, yeah, Alaska pipeline bill is passed to allow construction of the pipeline to access oil from the north slope of Alaska. Huh? And this was a big one too. Supreme Court of the United States rules on Roe versus Wade. Wow. Hey Cotton, now this one is a big one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Spiro Agnew, the vice president of the United States under Richard Nixon, has to resign in October 1973 on the charges of tax evasion and receiving bribes. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going like, whoa. <laughs> and then what happens? Uh -huh. Then Nixon, a year later, has to resign because of the Watergate. Yep. 
that, that was that was a pretty rough time. Oh yeah. Now the Sears Tower is completed in May. That has 108 floors, 1,729 feet. That's wow. a big. That's a tall building. Yep. <laughs> I went in that building. That's right. You did. We used to have the shows in Chicago. Yep. <laughs> and we were able to see that building right from there. Yeah. All right. Here's another one that happened in 1973. If you remember this one, televised, Billy Jean King and Bobby Riggs compete for the battle of the sexes. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? They called yeah. it, you know, the Grand Slam. Yeah. Now, of course, Bobby Riggs at one time was considered one of the best tennis players. But yeah. let's be honest. By the time he played Billie Jean, that time had gone. <laughs> that was in the rearview mirror for Bobby Riggs. He was 55 years old. Yeah, I bet he was a good talker. <laughs> yeah, that, that he was. He could talk some smack. But you yep. know what? When you're that old, you don't talk smack anymore. <laughs> All right. Billie Jean King is 29. He just wiped the pants off of that dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... <laughs> now, NASA launches the Mariner 10. Okay. Yeah. Getting in November of 1973. This is the first probe to go to the planet Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, God, I don't recall much, much of whatever happened to that, though. <laughs> Neither do I. But obviously, <laughs> it went to Mercury and it's one of those forgotten satellites. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in 1973, the Watergate hearings begin in the United mm -hmm. States Senate against, oh. yes, against President Richard Nixon. And remember his uh, TV appearance? I am not a crook. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> but you were getting into criminal oh, things there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Uh, in 1973 as well, the Endangered Species Act was signed into law. Hmm. Yeah, that was to protect species and in ecosystems upon which they were dependent upon. Huh. Yeah, and get this. We, we, we got a ton of rain, right? And what do they call yeah. it nowadays? Atmospheric river or cyclone <laughs> bomb? <laughs> we used to just, back in the 70s, we just called it heavy rain. Yeah. <laughs> the Mississippi River reaches its peak level at St. Louis during a record 77-day flood. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh yeah yeah <laughs> all right here's another one this one you'll like skylab launched on may 14th 1973 skylab okay yes yeah. yes this one everybody knows a classic film american graffiti oh yeah well, that i think was... i still have my mad magazine of that <laughs> yeah that was big time mm -hmm. how about this how much did stuff cost in 1973 Mm -hmm. Remember, inflation was 1.6 in the 1960s. It started raising in 1973. The inflation rate was 6.16. So, wow. so it's starting to go higher. And then what does our president do, Richard Nixon? He puts a price freeze on everything, which is the <laughs> worst thing you can do because once you take the price freeze off, everything goes up skyrockets, and that's what happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just figured, okay, I'm going to put it until I am elected again, then <laughs> it won't matter when it comes off because I'll already be elected and I'm a lame duck president. Yeah. <laughs> well, needless to say, he didn't make it that far, did he? <laughs> All right. Average cost of a new home, $32,500. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think my parents paid thirty-five for the one in Linwood. 
Oh, wow. Wow. And yeah. then they moved to Huntington Beach, right? Yep. Wow. Now, they paid 42000 now, and now it's going for a million, too. Yeah. <laughs> they were probably going, oh, this is outrageous, 42000 Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Average income per the year was twelve thousand nine hundred. Wow. Average monthly rent one hundred and seventy-five dollars a month. Yeah. Gas was up to forty cents a gallon. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Dow Jones Industrial Average closed the year at eight hundred and fifty. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now okay. it's like thirty. I don't think it broke a thousand until the Reagan administration. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. AMC Javelin which is the kind of car I kind of liked, and I didn't like the 73, I liked the older ones, $2,900. Now, you want to go to a Ford Galaxy, you needed to spend $3,800. Oh, the boat. (laughs) We call those land yachts. Yeah. (laughs) A dozen eggs, 45 cents. Pot roast, 59 cents a pound. Wow. Morton's TV dinners, 36 cents a pound. At least it didn't taste like aluminum by then. (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) an eight track stereo tape player forty four dollars and fifty (laughs) cents now the millennials gen z and they're all going like what's an eight track (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right bread was 27 cents a loaf milk are you ready for this Uh uh-huh one dollar 36 cents for a gallon for a gallon of milk. Jeez. I think that's like a little yeah. sick now. Yeah. <laughs> Popular TV programs at the time for 1973, The Odd Couple, uh-huh. The Partridge Family, mm-hmm. Columbo. Yep, that was great too. Masterpiece Theater. Eh. <laughs> that one gets the... <laughs> McMillan and Wife. Oh, yeah, that was good, too. Yeah. MASH? Yeah. Oh, excellent show. Yep. Stanford and Son? Yeah. The big one's coming? <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. He used to oh, clutch yeah. his heart. Oh, this is the big one. <laughs> <laughs> and this one I used to love. I used to love this program, the Bob Newhart Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Still around, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he was in the Big Bang Theory a few times. Oh, right. The Price is Right? Uh, yep. Uh, my sister and my mom were both on that. Oh, really? How yeah. did they? How did they do? Uh, Connie, my sister, actually got on there, mm. and uh, yeah, she won something, some kind of uh, I think it was some uh, like a kitchen set, something like that. I mm-hmm. don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was something, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something, something like kitchen. that. Something All right, for the kitchen. Yeah, Cotton. How about the Walton? Yes, mm-hmm. that was big. Yeah, that was big, and that and it was just kind of a homey, homey TV show. Yeah, well, like Little House on the Prairie type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. Cars introduced in 1973, there was a lot of reintroductions, like, for instance, Mustang Two and stuff like that, but we want what's brand new. That was the Buick Apollo. Ooh. The Buick Regal. Wow. And the Pontiac Grand Am. Wow, yeah. That's... Now, who died in 1973? Everybody knows this person, Bruce Lee. Oh, is that 73? 73. Yeah. 1940 yeah. to 1973. What a great man, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Picasso died in 1973. Wow. Lyndon B. Johnson died in 1973. Mm-hmm. 
Jim Croce died. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Bobby Darren. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that shark. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Betty Grable. Now, this one you may not recognize, but you may because you're in the music. Clarence White. No, I don't recall that. Now, is he had two big groups. One was called the, the Kentucky Colonels, but the <laughs> other one that we would recognize would be called the Birds with a Y. Oh. Mm-hmm. He was a guitarist for the Birds. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Veronica Lake. Yes, Veronica Lake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old movie star. Yep. Long Cheney Jr. Ah, yes. He was a wolfman. Yeah, yes. You remember this act, Joe E. Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's him. Now, he was a what movie, one of my favorite movies, um, Some Like It Hot, with, yeah. with Tony Curtis and uh, Jack Lemmon. Yep. <laughs> Great movie. Now, yeah. this one, you may not know the name, but you'll know the character, Irene Ryan. Oh, Irene Ryan. Yes. Uh, is, Irene, wait, wait a minute. She was grandma. That is correct. In Beverly Hillbillies. You are absolutely right. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. <laughs> John Ford also passed away in 1973. Edward, uh, Edward G. Robinson passed away in 1973. Yeah, great actor. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how in the world they cast him. I think, what was it? In the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you cast him in the Ten Commandments? Remember, maybe they, maybe they knew he was going. <laughs> Remember his big line: "Where's your Moses now?" Yeah, <laughs> ah, where's your Moses now? <laughs> Another one, wow. Robert Ryan. Oh yeah, and here's the last one: John Banner died in 1973. John Banner. Mm-hmm. Can't can't place it. Let me give you his line that he's known for. I see nothing from Hogan's Heroes. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I see nothing. That's it. <laughs> now, yeah, absolutely. People, yeah. yeah, now, are you ready for people who were born in 1973? Sure. Paul Walker was born in 1973. Paul Walker. He was a guy who comes out in the Fast and Furious, and he died in that automobile accident. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. 2013. Okay. Yeah. As we would say, that young guy. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, Harris. Mm-hmm. Doogie Hauser, Mario Lopez. Yeah, the name I know, but I... Oh, he comes, he's it. a TV host. Oh, okay. Dave Chappelle, the comedian. Um, oh, come on. Everybody knows Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh, gee. Cotton. What, are you yeah, living under bells. a rock? The bells ain't ringing. <laughs> <laughs> He has a special on Netflix. You'll need to watch it. Okay. okay. Just watch it and you'll see who it Dave is. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Got it. James Parsons. Yeah, maybe I was drinking during that <laughs> area, era. The Big Bang Theory. He plays Sheldon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Faith Evans. Nope. T- Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling, yes. Are you ready? I'm Killer, ready. Most popular baby names in 1973. Jennifer. Michael. Amy. Christopher, Michelle, Jason, Kimberly, James, Lisa, David, Melissa, John, Angela, Robert, Heather, Brian, Stephanie, William, Rebecca, and Matthew. Jesus, is there anybody else? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
These are only mm -hmm. 20 names. There's like a hundred mm -hmm. listed. I wow. only gave you the top 10 of girls and top 10 of boys. That's all I did. Wow. Wow. Oh, Johnny and Susie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe in the 50s. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. The most popular Christmas gifts in 1973. Number one, the Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember that one? You used to crank it up and let it go, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Evil Knievel. He was an interesting cat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he didn't he die to jump in the. Oh, no. No, he did not. He died. I think oh, some okay. like lung cancer or something like that. I don't know what it oh. was, but it was something having to do with his breathing. I'm surprised he didn't pass away doing the stuff that he did. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Robert Craig Knievel. Oh, huh. And you know how he got his name Evil Knievel? No. He was often jailed for stealing hubcaps and motorcycles. <laughs> really? Yeah, including a Harley Davidson motorcycle at the age of 13. Right. <laughs> His brush with the law was so common and popular that the police gave him the nickname Evil with E-V-I-L, Knievel. And he modified <laughs> it to E-V-E-L and took that oh, as his legal name. <laughs> now get this. Throughout his career, he attempted more than 75 ramp-to-ramp -ramp motorcycle jumps. Jeez. And he was beat up pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, shoot, a paper cutting him down for the count. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, his most memorable will be the Caesar Palace fiasco. Yeah. Remember? I mean, he yeah. went over, and apparently when he was going up the ramp, somehow the motorcycle lost power. Just kind really? of, yeah, it, it's, it stuttered a little bit, which decreased his, his acceleration. So when he jumped, that's why he didn't quite hit the next ramp. Yeah. He hit it, but the back tire hit, and it, it hit so hard, it ripped his hands off the handlebars, and he went tumbling over. Yeah. Yeah, rumor says it, rumor has it that he was in a coma for 29 days, but the family says that's a bunch of bunk. Oh, really? And his other one that he'll be remembered for is Snake River Canyon Jump. Yeah. Now, that was a fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we have Shrinky Dinks was a big one. Oh, yep. Remember, that's a plastic. You cut it up, you color them, you cut them up, you put them in the oven, and they shrink. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Shrinky Dinks. Yeah, Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> Walkie-talkie yeah. sets were big. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And remember, we talked about this one before, Baby Alive. Remember, the first Baby Alive doll was introduced in 1973. It would come, uh -huh. with, it would come with food packets. You mix it with water, and then you would have a, it came with a bottle and diapers. And you would spoon feed or give the, you know, the, the little doll water, and the mouth would move like it's chewing. Right. And then, of course, it would pass through the baby and end up in the diapers. <laughs> yeah. Just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, the whole idea was the doll was initially designed uh, to stimulate challenges of infant care in the early 1980s. Baby Alive was so popular, uh -huh. sold over one million dolls a year. Jeez. Unreal. And maybe they're wondering why the birth rate is so low. <laughs> it's because of baby alive. Because <laughs> I ain't going through this. <laughs> no, 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 get this, get this. They're reintroducing baby alive. They're bringing it back. No. Yes. And here's the headline for it. Because not okay. only are they making white babies, but they're making babies of color as well. Okay. So you've got all kinds of different babies now. Okay. And it says baby alive mm -hmm. strives to act as a first hug to help to create a lifetime of love through the inclusion 
consumer lens across the touch points where our products are authentic storytelling. We strive to serve an inclusive consumer base to help contribute to a culture that celebrates and encourages diversity and inclusion so that every child can see themselves and their family represented in their playtime experience. Come on. You're just doing it to make money. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. <Yeah. laughs> oh, this, they're just doing it to make money. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the last toy that was very popular was the Long Ranger and Tonto figures. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now those were cool. Of course, they made that disastrous movie with Johnny Depp, the Long Ranger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fashion icons of 1973. Number one, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, yeah. I love Stevie Nicks. Yeah. The Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, oh, one to see her. Yeah. yeah. Liza Minnelli is another one. Yep, she was. Here's another one for you, Jerry Hall. Remember that name? Jerry Hall sounds familiar, but yeah. She was the main squeeze to Mick Jagger. Okay. Yes. Okay. And she came out in the first Batman movie with Michael really? Keaton. Huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You see, you just don't watch those movies like I do, man. No. Yeah, that one's really uh, throwing me. <laughs> Jane Fonda. Yes. Olivia Newton-John. Oh. Deborah Harry. Remember from Blondie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bianca Jagger. Yeah. The most popular films in 1973, The Exorcist. Yeah. That was a creep. That it was. We Deliverance, remember? Yeah, oh yeah. Live and Let Die, one of my yes. my favorite James Bond James movies Bond. next to Goldfinger. Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah. Paper Moon. I uh, didn't care for it much, but yes. Yeah, I well, you know, that. it wasn't just a cup of tea, that's all. Yeah. Last Tango in Paris with Marlon Brando. Uh, yeah, wasn't that semi uh x-rated or something it was x-rated now it's a now it's a soft horror r rating (laughs) compared to what what they got on what they got on now (laughs) jesus christ superstar great movie it really is yeah did you see the the when they did the play everything yeah did you see when they did the uh, play with john legend no oh yeah and then they had uh ellis cooper in it as well as herod really oh he was fantastic Oh, I would have loved to see that. Oh, I think they you just look it up on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. But John Legend plays Jesus Christ, and Alice Cooper plays Herod. God. And Alice Cooper does a fantastic job. Okay, Lady Sings the Blues. Lady Sings the Blues, yes, with, uh, what's her name? Uh, You want me to help? Okay, go ahead. You want me to help you out here? Yes, yes, yes. Diana Ross. Yes, Diana Ross. And who's the movie about? Uh, I don't know. Billie Holiday. Yes, okay. The Sting. Yeah. That was a great movie. Excellent movie. Your popular musicians and song at the time, Stevie Wonder. Really? Oh, yeah. Come on. He was in 1973. Man, he was hitting his his stride. Yeah. (laughs) I remember in in one Grammy Award, Paul Simon won Album of the Year. His acceptance speech was, I would like to thank Stevie Wonder for not making an album this year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was hilarious. Yeah. ABBA. Very yeah. popular in 73. The yep. Eagles, your band. Yep. John Lennon yep. was very popular. Yep. And again, Paul Simon. Yeah. One of the big hits was Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Yeah. Rod Stewart was big. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was just coming on board, getting big there. 
Really? Just yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that'd be yeah. That's right. Really. Uh, Elton John with Crocodile Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling Stones with Angie. Mm-hmm. The Moody Blues. Yep. David Bowie, Led Zeppelin, yeah. Electric Light Orchestra. Yes. Uh, great, pa- great. Oh yeah. They were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney and Wings with My Love. Yep. Fantastic. Bob Marley and the Wailers. Name I got. That's about it. <laughs> Diana Ross was also very big. Are you ready for this one? Top albums? Yep. Number one, The Dark Side of the Moon with Pink Floyd. Yeah, real good. Mm-hmm. Number two, Houses of the Holy by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Inner Visions by Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Selling England by the Pound by Genesis. I probably knew it, knew the songs on there, but I, I yeah, drifting from me on that one. This one I think you know, Quadrophenia by The Who. Oh, yeah. Great album, huh? Yes. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. John, yep. Raw Power by Iggy and the Stooges. (laughs) And Band on the Run by Paul McCartney. Yeah, another biggie for it. Now, we will end this podcast with just what we were listening to, just like we ended the last one. And let's see if you can remember these songs. This this comes from the Billboard Top 100. We're not going to go over 100. We're just going to go over the top 10. And the first one was Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree by Tony Orlando yeah. and Don. And Don, yep. Remember that one? That was a big hit. Yeah, oh yeah. It was a huge hit. Yep. Had a big... I was, uh, that's, when I was washing dishes at that barn Compton. I was going to say 1973. That would make you what? You're oh, a teenager. No. You're no. A te- well, how, wait, wait, wait. How old are you then? You're born in 58, right? I was born in 57. So, yeah. You're a teenager. <laughs> yeah. All you singing, I, I'm man. already out of high school, two years from marriage. <laughs> hey. You're me, really man. making me, me feel old, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and add nine years into that, and I got three kids. <laughs> but I swear that was, that was, I was still in Linwood, and... And yeah, because Elicio, who was the chef, used to come in singing that. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, God, man. Yeah, that's got to that's gotta be older than that. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Number two was Bad Bad Leroy Brown by Jim Croce. Oh, yeah. That was a mm-hmm. great song. Yeah. I love the, the songs you used to write and sing because... I mean, you could just picture them in your mind. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> and meaner than a, meaner than a, yeah. do you remember that? A junkyard dog. You got it. Killing Me Softly with his song by Roberta Flack. Yes, that did. That went real well. Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. Yep, yep, that's it. My Love by Paul McCartney and Wings. Great song. Uh-huh. Why Me by Chris Christopherson. Number seven was Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Will it, yeah, Will It Go Around in Circles by Billy Preston. Going around in circles. That's it. He yep. was he was a fantastic keyboard player. Yeah, incredible. You're So Vain by Carly Simon. Mm-hmm. Touch Me in the Morning by Diana Ross. Oh, okay. You're going to say something that I'm going to have to censor, so just keep it quiet, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia by Vicki Lawrence. Yep. 
and Playground in My Mind by Clint Holmes. Now, never heard of it. Yeah, you, you and me both, buddy. Now, as honorable mention, because I lived on these songs. Remember Delta Dawn Delta by Helen Redding? Dawn. Me and Mrs. Jones by Billy Paul. Yep. This, song. this one I had, I had the album, which was, it was on, you, they only come out at night by the Edgar Winter group, Frankenstein. Still got the album. Yeah, I, I did have it. <laughs> <laughs> you Are My Sunshine of My Life by Stevie Wonder. Yep. That Lady by the Isley Brothers. Remember? Who's that lady? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great song. Great song. Okay, here you go. Not not when I do it, but it, when you hear it from the Isley Brothers, it's a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. This one, my favorite band ever, We're an American Band by Grand Funk Railroad. Got that album too. Yes, sir. That was I was on uh, Shining On, wasn't it? Yep. You got your little uh, 3D glasses mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, exactly. You were so right, sir. How about yes, this? sir. You are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? Right Place at the Wrong Time by Dr. John. Yep, great song. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Excellent song. Love Me Like a Rock by Paul Simon. Yeah, that was good. Rocky Mountain High by John Denver. Yep, got that album too. Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. Yeah, that was a good song. Oh, yeah. I I always think of Quentin Tarantino's movie, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Never watched it through. (laughs) That was, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was pretty bloody. Yeah, it was. Love Train by the Old Jays. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorites. Came in at number 37, Dancing in the Moonlight by King Harvest. Yep. That was a great Dancing one. Dancing in the Moonlight. That's exactly yep. right. Perfect. Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett. Yep. What was that? Graveyard Smash? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Diamond Girl by Steels and Cross. Oh, yeah. This is one I know you'll know. Long Train Running by the Doobie Brothers. Got that album, too. Yep. Give Me Love, Give Me Peace on Earth by George Harrison. Really good. It's a good album. Yeah. Could it be that I'm falling in love by the spinners? It be I'm falling That's in it. Love. Yeah. You were right. This, yeah, one you, this one you know <laughs> because it's got one of the best licks ever. Smoke on the Water. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. How does that one go? <laughs> That's right. I right. plug it in for you. <laughs> the Cisco Kid by War. Cisco Kid was a friend of mine. Yeah. Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings. Yes. Reeling in the Years by Steely Dan. One of the best. Hocus Pocus mm-hmm. by Focus. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number 74 is Kodachrome by Paul Simon. Yeah. And one of my favorites. One of my favorite coming in in 79, Rambling Man by the Allman Brothers. Boy, this was a good uh It was a good, good year. Are you ready? Yeah. Money by Pink Floyd. Yes. I thought yeah. Time was a much better one. I like Time. Yeah. So number 96, Free Ride by the Edgar Winter Group. Mm-hmm. Space Oddity, number 97 by David Bowie. And number 100, Papa was a Rolling Stone by The Temptations. Oh, yeah. Now, the only reason why I mentioned this one is that my brother-in-law does a great pantomime on this one. And we used to crack up every time this song came on because he would do all the hand motions and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so he was he was fantastic on this. We cracked us up with this. He had a whole pen of mine, and he had a whole routine for this song. Oh, he had to do the spins, and yeah, yeah, he'd spin around, and oh golly, hey, he was just he he was fantastic with this one. That's the only reason why I mentioned that one came in at one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cotton, I think we've done enough damage to nineteen seventy three. That's right. That's right. Those are those are the good years. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, remember the yeah, angel flights and the pantsuits for women, right? Oh yeah. Angel. Yeah, you. I'm sure you own, own angel flights as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just wish I could fit into some nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cotton. Let's bring this one to a close. What do you say? You got it, Padre. Okay. Have a great one, my man. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this quote. If you ever find yourself lost in the forest, remember, just start talking politics and someone will show up to argue with you. Until next time, may God bless.